eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, Two quickies before we uh, go, because we do like to go around the league, and we've gotten some feedback where people say, hey, I love the stars, knowledge drops that you guys provide, and I'm learning a lot, but I also like to learn about the league. So we haven't talked about the Rick Bonus comments following mm-hmm. yeah. um, the Winnipeg loss where he basically criticized uh, the team, specifically team leaders. Blake Wheeler came out and said yeah, that Bones had an opportunity to go in the room and talk to us directly, but chose not to. So there's the back and forth. My question to you, Sean, do you think Rick Bonus is back in division rival Winnipeg next year? Oh, 100%. I think yeah. he's 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 definitely the coach there next year. Um I I wrote about this. I mean, to me, Rick Bonus is he's not a bad coach. Let's let's like I think you just have to understand what Rick Bonus is. Rick Bonus as a head coach is best as a crisis manager. He's best. That's what he came into when, when the stars had um, the sudden firing of Jim Montgomery, they needed a crisis manager to come in. They needed, they, uh, they need, they needed a crisis manager. They needed someone who could handle things and put things in the right way. And um, he's a coach that coaches as a, when he's a head coach, to be clear, because there's two different styles of coaching. He has, there's a, um, when Rick bonus is a head coach, he's more of a, narrative driver where he is going to push guys with narrative. He's going to push guys through stories. He's going to push guys in that way through the human side of it. That doesn't mean he's a great tactical coach. He's actually a very good defensive coach. He's very, um, um, somebody wants, uh, Rick bonus is, is a hockey's equivalent of, of, of Wade Phillips. He's a great defensive coordinator type coach, but, isn't really a great head coach. And that's what Rick bonus is. Yep. And in, in Winnipeg, he's still going to be there. He's going to get to be the more of the crisis manager next year, which I think when Winnipeg knew was coming and Winnipeg doesn't really get to fully rebuild. They kind of want to work their way through it. And I think Rick bonus will do some of his best coaching in that certain scenario. And you know what? The Jets may still be in the playoffs next year because they're going to be annoying to play against. They're going to be in some games they shouldn't, but they don't have a coach that is going to be the difference for them to be a good team. They just have someone who's good at making average teams annoying and competitive, but it's, and that's just the difference. It's, it's That's just the reality. And they kind and, of have an issue, too, where Blake Wheeler's on a 
uh, no movement clause. So he would have to waive that. And the question is, with that salary, um, I believe he's about $8.5 million, You know, can you move him or a Shifley to try to start to get some cap relief and try to get some other players in there? I mean, who's going to pay? I mean, I know that's the thing. Yeah. You'd have to, you'd have to buy him out. It's it's hard to buy. It's hard to move Blake Wheeler. And I just, I don't see that happening. I mean, I do wonder that the big, like slow, probably he hasn't said anything because he says the right thing all the time. But I mean, the big one is Kyle Connors, 26 years old, signed for the next four years. Yeah. He's special. One million. Like, I, I if I'm in any other NHL team, I'm calling Kevin Sheffield Day off right now and trying to knock his door down and, and get him because a he's sniper in this league who stays healthy. I mean, it, it's it's weird because like everyone knows in Winnipeg, like Pierre Luc Dubois, right? He's got the I believe his, his he's got the six million dollar. He's an RFA. He's an RFA uh, this summer with Arbrights and. He's got a six million dollar qualifying offer, and by he didn't want he didn't want to be in Winnipeg, uh, Columbus, and he was traded to to Winnipeg in the deal for Patrick Alaine. And everyone seemingly, by all accounts, and there seems to definitely be uh, smoke to their fire to this smoke is Pierre Luc Dubois someday wants to play for. He's a Quebec kid who wants to play for the Montreal Canadiens, and he's an RFA this year, and. He said in no uncertain terms the other day, having control of his future is important. So he's someone who's probably going to be out the door. Like, I, honestly, if, if I would be surprised Pierre-Luc Dubois is a member of the Jets next year because I think the Jets, as an organization, you have to do right by yourself and trade him while you have the power. And that that question, and then the question kind of continues to the big one, and this will be the... If, whether the difference between Winnipeg's summer being tumultuous and it being just chaotic will be, does Connor Hellebuck want to stick around yeah. for in Winnipeg? Because if Connor Hellebuck is available, all of a sudden, and he's an upgrade in goal over for Oof. 20... Uh, 25? Between, yeah, 25 to 26 teams in the league would instantly look at him as, a, as an upgrade in goal. Agreed. And uh, good to know people. Dallas is not one of them. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, that is uh, that is very good to know. All right. So uh, yeah. yeah. So if if he wants to go, that will be one of the biggest pieces to move this summer, and that will have a ton of other dominoes going all around the league too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The other former Stars coach, Jim Montgomery, uh, losing a tough series, amazing season, record-breaking season, including a a winter classic. Uh, So, you know, I mean, just heartbreaking for Stars fans that were in the building when Boston came in. Um, Probably a smile as, uh, wow, that's a rough bunch that comes in um, when the Stars play the Bruins. So 
My question is, is I personally, whether it was a right or wrong decision, I give him a ton of credit for playing Swayman in net. Um, you have potential, maybe even the Vesna Trophy winner in Allmark, who did not play well as the series went along. However, you know, that was your go-to guy. I mean, we were talking, Sean, at one point, even though Connor McDavid was just lighting it up, that could be your MVP of the league. That's how good he was for a, for a time period. So where, you know, Patrice Bergeron might not move or might move on. He had tears in his eyes as he was leaving the ice yesterday. Just wanted to get your overall thoughts. Um, I know Boston fans would be disappointed, but I wouldn't think the finger would be pointed at Jim Montgomery. Um, yes and no. Oh, interesting. Gonna, Dive in. I'm going to, so I, I, I think there's, I think Jen Montgomery got out coached by Paul Maurice in this series. And I agree. One of the, one of the things Jim Montgomery had in his time in Dallas, um, in the year he actually was here all the way through and everything like that, he got, he got out coached in the series against St. Louis by Craig Berube. And in that seven game series in 2019, which um, Ben Bishop's game seven performance almost almost overcame it. Um, you, you look at. So when it comes to the goaltending situation, for example. I don't know they haven't had their exit interview day, so I don't know what all Mark was playing through, but I. I don't mind him going to Swayman for game seven. I, I don't know why he didn't go to him for game six. I don't know why he didn't go to him earlier because Olmark was, there was something up with him. You saw how he played all year. You saw he was struggling. You saw a kind of like, I don't, I don't want to give credit to the Swayman decision. Cause I think the decision was made too late the way Swayman played in game seven. If they had that goal level of goaltending in, in game six or game five, they're yeah. they win the series. So yeah. um I also think Montgomery there was there was times where and he did the same thing in Dallas, where there's times where a change and a tweak to something that Jim Montgomery will make would make and they would be effective in the regular season, but they aren't in the playoffs. And I, and I want to clear to be clear on something. So there's a difference between coaching in the regular season and the playoffs. And the biggest difference is in the regular season, you're really, even though you'll watch some video and, and focus on the opponent, you really don't care about the other team. It, 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 it's, it's, it's the, Secrets out. It's secrets out. You really don't care about the other team. You care about your own team. You care about doing this. And you're not really worried about tweaks impacting the other team. You're just doing it. Okay, how does this coaching adjustment allow me to make my team better? Where in a playoff series, and this is one of the reasons that like Pete DeBoer is an experienced coach, and we've we saw some changes Dallas made in that series in Minnesota, and we saw some changes that Paul Maurice made in the series for Florida, where you're making changes that you're 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 actually have to impact the other team. And I don't know if Jim Montgomery, and this is the great question about Jim Montgomery as a professional coach. I don't know if Jim Montgomery is a great series playoff manager. He had a he had uh 
He had really good regular season success, obviously. He won a lot of games, and that works. Uh, came, But he came from the college system where it's not about winning a series. It's about winning... It's about winning one-off games in the NCAA tournament. So once again, all you really have to worry about is focus on yourself. And so we're at this place where I'm not like saying, I don't want to label him as a poor coach or anything like that, but the big question mark about Jim Montgomery going forward is, can he outcoach someone else in a playoff series? And so thus far in his career, he has not proven that in the NHL. I think he would even admit that probably after, uh, if he looked back at it this summer, he would probably even admit that because one of the biggest things for the Bruins this year in this in the offseason going forward, it will be to figure out what went wrong in that playoff series um, because they were the best team the year all year, but then they couldn't beat Florida. And I think yeah. something like they lost like 21 games this year or something like that. And six of them, I think, were to the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Yeah, so, tough, 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 tough matchup. And I give, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. I give a lot of credit to Paul Maurice. This is a guy who took a step back in Winnipeg and said, hey, they're not listening to me anymore. I'm going to step down. I think it's best for the franchise. I give him a ton of credit for that. It might have been his way out of Winnipeg, um, yeah. but I've always liked him as a coach. Um, I think he gets a lot out of his players. And uh, watching Kachuk, you might hate him, but man, can he cause some major oh, havoc. He's, he's just special. I mean, that's. I, I, you know, I think Paul Bissonnette brought it up in the uh, post game last night. That series is featuring two of the great American players right now in Austin Matthews and uh, Kachuk. I, I think that's a special. One of the tactical things that I thought, and I know it's the, they always do this, but when Florida at the end of the game had the extra skater, I felt as though Boston went into too tight of a box. I felt as though Florida had the opportunity then at that point to kind of set up. Um, whereas prior to that, I thought Boston was doing a really good job as far as negating Florida chances as the clock was winding down. But I mean, yeah, they, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, well, it was the it was, exact play. Yeah. yeah it was basically, yeah, they kind of went into, yeah, yeah. they went into a box. Kachuk did a great job behind the net, winning the puck. And, you know, it led to Bergeron rightfully so blocking the shot with the shin guard. And it just happened to. <laughs> go in the right spot. If that shin guard block goes straight ahead, then we might be looking at Boston moving on. But I mean, yeah. that's, that's game sevens. That's hockey playoffs where, I mean, we saw one of the goals last night, just a crazy bounce for uh, Seattle scoring a goal. So, um, you know, I mean, these, these things happen. And then in overtime, I just thought Florida dominated. I I was oh, going yeah. to be sad for them if they didn't win that series, because I couldn't believe how they came out and just, you know, they had breakaway opportunities. They had several chances to close that game out. So, um, you know, I mean, it was, a, it, was a, it was a great day for Game 7 watching. I mean, you nailed it when you said, sit on the couch, Gavin, because this is going to be good. You nailed yeah. it. I did sit on the couch, and I enjoyed <laughs> it thoroughly. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And it's going to be, we get one more tonight. Obviously, yep. some people listen to this after that game was played. So, uh, New Jersey versus uh, New York tonight. Uh, uh hopefully uh it has not been uh a great four days for former stars coaches for so best of luck to lindy ruff yeah. tonight breaking that curse but uh and then i'm obviously we'll be focusing heavily on the dallas seattle series in here but i think the uh the vegas edmonton series is gonna oh, be good out west so the, much fun the i think florida toronto is gonna be good um, whoever plays Caroline is going to be good. I mean, the one thing that will be 
super interesting to me right now is like, cause obviously everyone's like, everyone's been, uh, the, the parade's been like, like, I, like the, the Maple Leafs make it past the first round yeah, and it, fe- it's, it feels like they've been planning the parade, but if they just go get cranked in six games or five games by Florida, yeah. did it really matter? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I like, agree. I mean, they're partying in Seattle and partying in Toronto and we're only in the second round, but yeah. I mean, good for those, uh, franchise well, yeah like it's 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 hilarious that we're putting seattle and toronto on the same level of, <laughs> <laughs> hey you said one of the most profitable franchises uh, in the nhl so why true. not <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> all right folks the book is called we win here essayed by sean shapiro the definitive essays you need to know about the texas stars curtis mckenzie is a part of that book and curtis mckenzie scored for the texas stars last night as they take a Two to nothing lead over Rockford. So the Texas Stars getting it done as well. So go buy Sean's book. It'll be a great support for uh, Sean, who does amazing work here on Spits and Suds. Appreciate it, Gavin. And you know what? It's going to be fun. To, we got at least four more of these yep. and uh, some post game stuff. And it's been really fun to kind of, uh, it's been really awesome to hear. And I know you pull the numbers and you take a look at that more often than I do. And, and you always give the reports back to me and it's, it's been really fun to see us grow this thing. So to everyone yeah. who's been listening, downloading all that stuff, thank you so much. And uh, we'll be here for you after uh game one tomorrow night. Absolutely. You know, I was on the phone with my parents last night and they asked, you know, how's the dating life? And I said, been in a lot of late nights with Sean recently, and uh, <laughs> I probably should have rephrased that. <laughs> but that's okay, man. It is a lot of fun, and we will talk to you tomorrow night. Hopefully, we don't say Wednesday morning. Hopefully, tomorrow yes. night after Stars take uh, game one. So it should be a rockin' barn at the AAC. Hey, everyone. As Sean mentioned, thank you so much for listening and supporting Spits and Suds. Uh, the growth continues, and we are so thankful to you. Hashtag playoff cricket, and we will talk to you tomorrow night, everyone.